This week, I am talking about the importance of coaching for yourself and for your team. A coach can help you see areas of your leadership and performance that must improve. The best coaching sessions are when we discover for ourselves what we need to change. If you desire to achieve positive results in your job performance, career, and life, then you need to know what to change regarding your thought processes and how you organize your life. Please enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Finance Leader Podcast, where leadership is bigger than the numbers. I am your host, Stephen McLean. This is the podcast for developing leaders in finance and accounting. This is episode number 48, and I'll be talking about coaching and will highlight the following topics. Number one, we all need career and personal coaching. Number two, the right questions lead to better personal discovery. Number three, achieve results for your career and life. And four, you can become a great coach for your team. Legendary basketball coach Pat Summit said, Most people get excited about games, but I've got to be excited about practice because that's my classroom. Now, before I begin today's topic, I want to tell you about something I heard on the radio this morning before recording this episode. I'm a sports fan, and I often watch SportsCenter on ESPN or listen to ESPN Radio. So this morning on ESPN Radio, I was listening to the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin show. Keyshawn Johnson was a professional football player and first-round draft pick from USC who played for several National Football League teams. Well, this morning, Keyshawn said something that stirred up a lot of comments and thoughts from his colleagues and callers. There was a discussion around jersey numbers. He said that certain numbers on your jersey make you look a certain way. Not the number itself, but how the number looks. Now, this all started because the NFL came up with a new rule for next season to allow certain position players to use the numbers 1 through 9, which is normally used for quarterbacks, kickers, and punters. So it stirred up a lot around the fans and players and everybody else who really like football, who would participate in football. Now, I've never heard anyone in sports say this before about a number on your jersey looking a certain way. Keyshawn said that the younger people like players with more lower numbers, like one or two or seven. His number in college was three. But in the NFL, and Keyshawn was a wide receiver, so wide receivers are limited to having numbers in the 80s or between 10 and 19. And he took 19. He couldn't see himself having a number in the 80s because it wasn't his look. And he revealed how he viewed other players by their numbers, which got me thinking about bias. I have talked about bias, and it comes in many forms. Now, Keyshawn was judging players by their numbers and how they looked with them. So what else do we get judged by in the workplace that we don't realize? Now, people are often judged, or there is bias, based on the big categories, like gender and sex, race, orientation, rich versus poor, and other categories, like where we went to school, how we dress, hairstyle, what car we drive. Now, Keyshawn's admission tells us that you never know how bias is being used against you. And you know, ultimately, 
Who really cares about jersey numbers? Is there really something that can be hurtful about judging someone, an athlete, based on the number that they have? Probably not. But we're talking about the workplace, and we're talking about you and me and everyone else and the people that we lead in the workplace, and there's bias. We have to deal with it all the time. Now, there are other things that could be used against you. For example, the coffee mug that you are using, how you tilt your head, how you hold your hands, and many other ways. And this is why I ask you as leaders to check your bias. We should only be placing any judgment on people only in areas like the content of one's character, our work ethic, level of motivation, our productivity, the quality of our work. This morning was another reminder for me about ensuring that we understand any bias we have so we don't misapply it to people. So ultimately, we are fair in every action that we take. Unconscious bias is very real. And now we can move on to the main topic of the episode today. Again, this season of the podcast is about leading your team and setting your team up for success. I talked about things like filling the spots on your team, to what values are important, and how we communicate how we want our team to perform and act every day. Becoming a leader is investing in ourselves so we know how to invest in our team to make them better with every action and every task we complete as a team. A couple weeks ago, in episode 45, that was about recruiting and hiring new team members. In episode 46, I talked about team culture, which influences how the team performs together and how everyone respects each other. Last week, on episode 47, I talked about setting expectations. When you have clear communication about what you expect, it helps your team members understand the baseline of what you want them to do. And it starts that beginning and understanding of what you expect from them. Now this week, I'm talking about coaching. We all need coaching. Coaching is about unlocking our potential so we can achieve our goals. Receiving coaching around our mindset is a great way to start working on unlocking our potential. Our mindset is the gateway to improving our thinking process and how we see ourselves. Our mindset determines how we overcome adversity and challenges that we face every day. Mindset shifts while in coaching can really positively affect your ability to accomplish your long-term goal. It's well worth it to get coaching. We all face obstacles and mindset issues or have difficulty overcoming adversity. We also may be dealing with not having clarity for our career, and we don't know what direction to go in or even know where to start. We may have a long-term goal, and let's say to become a CFO one day is that goal. Well, where do you start? What actions do I need to do today and tomorrow to improve my chance to become a CFO? And that's why coaching is so important. Now, coaching differs from training and mentoring, and I have talked about both of those. We often hear the combination of coaching, teaching, and mentoring. All three are important in our professional lives. We need to receive all three at certain times, and as leaders, we need to provide this also to our team. Coaching, teaching, and mentoring are three different relationships, three different approaches, and three different outcomes that should contribute ultimately to better results, meaning greater work performance and achieving your goals. With training, you are learning a skill or a process. With mentoring, you are learning how to navigate your career or a complex work situation from a more experienced leader. With coaching, the intent is to overcome obstacles 
and to gain more knowledge and situational awareness about yourself. It's a deep dive into understanding ourselves better so we overcome those obstacles and we move on and we go after our goal. Great coaching helps us achieve great results as long as we do the hard work of self-discovery and being open to acknowledging some difficult issues that might be in our thought process or something that is holding us back. It's about admitting to ourselves finally that we need to overcome in how we think and how we view the world and how we see ourselves in the world. Coaching can help us navigate these issues so we can focus better on our goals in our life. You can become a coach too for your team, which is what I envision for all leaders. One of our most important responsibilities that we have is to make the people around us better. When we do that, it opens up the entire team to performing better and also to be more coordinated. We can help everyone reach for a higher level of excellence and help our team members achieve their goals. Now let's talk about coaching for a few moments. Number one, we all need career and life coaching. Coaching can open us up for better understanding of ourselves. Some of the topics to explore, what is holding us back? What is preventing us from achieving success? And really anything that is related to our mindset. When we understand ourselves, we can start to eliminate bad habits, bad processes, and negative ways on how we view ourselves. We can begin to overcome thoughts and habits that may be holding us back. Coaching can literally help anyone succeed if they are willing to do the hard work to explore their thinking and habits at a deeper level. Is what you are doing contributing to your goal achievement and the daily pursuit of excellence, or are you stumbling every day? That's why we all need career and life coaching. We can focus on our career, and we can also focus on various aspects of our life to improve. Number two, the right questions lead to better personal discovery. The right questions force us to explore ourselves, our thinking, overcoming adversity, our goal setting, our skills, and many others. These questions should not be binary, like yes or no questions, or questions that require one-word answers. The questions should force us to deep dive how we think about tough subjects, such as how do you feel and what is your process when you receive a complex task that has a very close due date for completion. Another would be how to describe how organized you are. What tools do you use to stay organized? And how are your processes helping you to stay focused on your goals? And then with those questions and those answers, you follow up with deeper questions. As a coach, you want to focus on that answer and then whatever comes up as the stumbling block or the obstacle, focus on that and have the person you're coaching or you're the one being coached to really talk about deeper about what that obstacle means to you, why is it stopping you, and to come up with a solution on their own as they're talking it through so that they can overcome it, so that they own it, so they own that process, and they own that solution and apply it to themselves. They're doing a self-discovery around these questions that force them to look at things that are troubling them or stopping them. Number three, achieve results for your career and life. The point of the right questions is to point you in the direction so you can achieve results. Effective coaching requires deep thinking, introspective questions that require us to address critical internal issues or processes 
we are using so we become more organized in our thinking and in the application of effective tools, which then leads to better results over time. That's the goal. An invested coach will stir you up to ask tough questions so you can more easily see your own solution through your words, and as you become more self-aware, you can apply these insights to change your thinking, changing your mindset, and then improve your results not only in your career, but also in your life. Number four, you can become a great coach for your team. Are your team members coachable? That's the first question to ask. We talked a few weeks ago about recruiting and hiring of new team members in episode 45, and this should be an area that you should try to notice. Do your people accept coaching, or are they stubborn about their ways of doing things? I recommend that you work to become a great coach to your team members. You can ask the right questions during one-on-ones and during team meetings. And when you talk about improving performance, think about framing the questions so that it takes more than a few words to answer. So for an easy win today, what I would like for you to do is to find a really good career or life coach who can help you with obstacles or adversity that you may be facing and also to perform a review of your goals. If you participate in coaching and you can communicate that to your team, it helps to show your team members to be more open to coaching. Additionally, you should be able to easily adopt these same coaching experiences and skills so you can coach your team members to improve their performance. I have a free guide for you. It's called the Leadership Growth Blueprint for Finance and Accounting Managers. In the guide, I talk about three leadership areas, communication, team growth, and empowerment, plus a few recommendations around challenges with the systems you are probably using to complete your work. The link to the guide is in the episode description, or you can go to stephenmcclain.com. Please use it to help you with a few leadership wins today. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by my course through Finance Leader Academy. It's called Advance Your Finance and Accounting Career, Developing a Promotion Strategy That Will Set You Apart. To advance your career, you must set yourself apart from your peers. Finance and accounting professionals are already expected to be technically competent. This course helps you establish your professional foundation and how you can set yourself apart from your peers by growing your leadership skills and developing your executive presence. You can go to stephenmcclain.com for more details on this career advancement course. The link is also in the show notes with this episode. Thank you. Today, I talked about the importance of getting coaching and highlighted the following points. Number one, we all need career and personal coaching. Number two, the right questions lead to better personal discovery. Number three, achieve results for your career and life. And four, you can become a great coach for your team. Hiring a life or career coach is a great move for you to help you improve your performance, and it usually starts with your mindset. You then can become a great coach for your team by asking the right questions that elicit responses that seek to help your team self-discover their solutions and improve performance and also goal setting. In the end, you can all improve, and that's the goal. Next week, I will be talking about performance reviews and determining potential. I hope you enjoyed the Finance Leader Podcast. I am dedicated to helping you grow your leadership because it is leadership that will set you apart from your peers. You can get this episode wherever you find podcasts. Until next time, you can check out more resources at stephenmcclain.com 
and sign up for my updates so you don't miss an episode of the show. And now, go lead your team, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.